Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 25th of July, the 206th day of 2022, giving us 159 days until 2023. Today, in 306 AD, Constantine I was proclaimed Roman Emperor by his troops. Today, in 1564, Maximilian II succeeded his father Ferdinand I as Holy Roman Emperor. Today, in 1722, the Three Years' War, also known as Father Rails' War, began between the New England colonies and the Wabanaki Confederacy, which included the Micmac, Maliseet, and Abenaki. Today, in 1745, during the Jacobite Rising, Bonnie Prince Charlie landed on the Isle of Eriskay, or Eric's Isle, in the Outer Hebrides of Northern Scotland. Today, in 1775, Maryland issued currency depicting George III trampling the Magna Carta. Today, in 1814, English engineer George Stevenson introduced his first steam locomotive, a traveling engine designed for hauling coal. Today, in 1897, Jack London set sail to join the Klondike Gold Rush, where he would write his first successful stories. And today, in 1965, Bob Dylan was booed by sections of the crowd for performing with an electric guitar contributing to the foundations of folk rock. Despite the Down East series of scorches this past week, early yesterday we were especially grateful for the monarch butterfly who deigned to flutter briefly through our garden, alighting momentarily onto a small stand of blossoming bee balm and then winging to a neighboring stand of milkweed, feeding there for a half a minute before traveling elsewhere. Notably, this past Thursday, scientists with the International Union for Conservation of Nature issued a decision placing monarch butterflies on the International Union's red list of endangered species and saying that monarchs are threatened primarily by habitat destruction and climate change. Some of you may be acquainted with the long and contentious history of the Reserva de Biasfora de la Mariposa Monarca in the Mexican state of Michoacan, where most of the overwintering monarchs were discovered by researchers in 1975. Heavenward this morning in the eastern sky before dawn, just before, just above the horizon, our waning crescent moon kept company with Venus, the bright star Aldebaran, and the Pleiades, or Seven Sisters star cluster. And speaking of other sky-high considerations, the New York Times reported a couple of days ago that the BA5 Omicron subvariant of COVID is, quote, driving cases and hospitalizations to their highest point in months, close quote. Someone in a lofty position serving as an example of COVID definitely not being done with the United States is our Commander-in-Chief, President Joe Biden, who tested positive for COVID toward the end of last week. That shouldn't be surprising, as the Center for Disease Control has lately been estimating that the majority of Americans have been infected, and if you are not among that group yet, you probably will be if you associate with others in groups without masking and distancing or have not been vaccinated, etc., which will have everything to do with how severe your infection becomes.
Hospitalizations have more than doubled since May. Many current infections are repeat cases, and the number of COVID long haulers is on the rise, too. Of course, conversely, with institutionalized testing on the wane this summer, government health departments everywhere admit that many cases are going unreported because of the inability of agencies to monitor a population that is largely using at-home testing kits, the nasal swab method having a higher rate of false positive and false negative results than the spit method. So despite the behavior of many as if the pandemic is over, let's look at some current numbers. The U.S. to date has had 91 million cumulative cases of COVID since the first reported instances of the disease on January 21, 2020. That means we continue to be the world's leader in COVID with 16% of the world's 569 million cases when we're only 4% of the world's population. Elsewhere in the world, the major industrialized nations continue to hold second through seventh places. India with 44 million cases, Brazil with 34 million cases, France with 34 million cases, Germany with 31 million cases, the UK with 24 million cases, and South Korea with 20 million cases cumulatively since the beginning of the pandemic two and a half years ago. On the fatal front worldwide, current numbers of, co of deaths due to COVID are officially at sites such as Johns Hopkins now at 6.4 million while COVID deaths here in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins and other credible sources, are presently at 1.1 million. Data from other sources, including major media, reveal an average of 100,000 cases of COVID being announced each day in the U.S., and that the U.S. has sustained more than 2,000 deaths since last week. Not a huge number for some folks, only an average of 300 of our citizens dying per day from the virus. Not a big number unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, more than 12 billion doses of vaccine have been administered. And Patty White of Maine Public reported recently that COVID-19 is now the third leading cause of death right behind cancer and heart disease in Maine. Today in 1978 at Oldham General Hospital in Oldham, England, Louise Brown, the world's first test tube baby, was born to Leslie Brown and van driver Gilbert John Brown, who had been unable to conceive a child in the customary way owing to a blockage in Leslie's fallopian tubes. So doctors took an ovary from Leslie, fertilized it with her husband's sperm in a laboratory dish, and placed the resulting embryo in Leslie's womb. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us the product of this extraordinary effort of in vitro fertilization was the perfectly ordinary and hard and and charming baby girl Louise, whom the Browns had set aside a nice est egg for by selling rights to interviews and photographs to the British newspaper Daily Mail for over half a million dollars. Today is also the birthday in 1750 of American General and First Secretary of War Henry Knox in 1884 of Canadian paleoanthropologist and Peking man identifier Davidson Black in 1894 of American actor Walter Brennan and of Bosnian Serb assassin Gavrilo Princip, who essentially ignited World War I by killing Archduke Franz Ferdinand. In 1920 of English chemist Rosalind Franklin, discoverer of the structure of DNA. In 1923 of American actress 
Estelle Getty, and in 1941 of 1955 American lynching victim Emmett Till. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the sixth week of summer and Christmas in July.